Well, let's do the Duke. Um, uh, Helen Mirren was on the show talking about it, pointed out uh, Roger Michel's final dramatic feature, had an sort of extraordinarily varied CV. This is based on the stranger-than-fiction true-life story of Kempton Bonton, a retiree who in the mid-60s found himself uh, in the dock for the theft of Goya's portrait of the Duke of Wellington. How did this happen? As per the film, and uh, Jim Broadbent's brilliant central performance, I have to say, Kempton Bunton is an eccentric soapboxer who had removed certain valves from his television on the basis that it would stop him being able to receive the BBC and therefore uh, free him from the licence fee to which he was mightily opposed, particularly in the case of pensioners. He then, he became, he believed that pensioners shouldn't pay the licence fee and then um, he became incensed because it turned out that a large amount of money was being paid to keep a painting by what he described as which was a half-baked painting by a, by a drunk Spaniard <laughs> in the in the UK, um, and he thought that that money could be better spent on uh, pensioners and war widows and uh, for the greater good of mankind. So, when the painting goes missing, the authorities believe that it must have been some criminal mastermind, some incredible uh, organised gang of commandos, probably, you know, very, very high level. And of course, if you've seen Doctor No, 1962 film, there's a bit when Bond is in Doctor No's there. I've got an email. Okay, fine. Just a minute. And there he is. And then, of course, that, that, apparently that painting then got stolen, but um, the painting that they did to, uh, you know, to, to replace it. So everyone thinks that that's what's happened to it. So his wife, Dorothy played by Helen, I'm a bit cross with you, Mirren, yes. um, is shocked when it turns up in her wardrobe. Here's a clip. It was you? You stole the bin? It's not theft for money, it's, you know, for the campaign. You're a madman. You swore to me, you promised. If you've involved our Jackie... Jackie's had nothing to do with it. Well, why is he wearing rubber gloves half the time? He then? helped me build the panel. So he is involved? He hasn't touched the painting, mm. not without rubber gloves on. I'm shaken. It's the shock. Shock, yes, I'm shocked. There's a stolen masterpiece in my wardrobe. I'm taking it back. Anything else I need to know? <laughs> it's very funny, he hasn't touched it. Well, he hasn't touched it without gloves. And so, the film is therefore, it's telling a true story, which is a stranger than fiction story anyway. And actually the story has many twists and turns and the, the film kind of uh, takes certain dramatic licenses to, you know, to make the thing flow. I think the best stuff about it is, I mean, I think essentially it's good fun. It's fairly frothy and fairly flimsy. I don't think it's the full Monty, for example. I don't think it's like one of those. I mean, it's been received very, very warmly. And it, clearly Roger Michelle is a great loss because he's you know, a really, really talented and fantastically versatile director. I think the film is, is fun. The stuff that raises it up is the two central performances. Jim Broadbent is great as this you know, he he believes in you know doing good around the world, and yet at home he's an he's just a complete annoyance to his wife, who clearly loves him, but is but is exasperated. And I have to say, nobody does exasperated mm -hmm. quite as well as Helen Mirren. There's a scene in the film in which she's basically sitting in a chair doing you know embroidery or knitting, and without saying anything at all, she's just exuding this kind of huge yeah, disapproval. If you were married to Kempton Bunting you would be seething too. Exactly. I mean, for, no, exactly. All, for all of the good that he might be doing. Yes, insufferable. Annoying. Absolutely <laughs> insufferable. And I think that what Broadbent does is find that sweet spot between insufferable and 
you know, okay, but with it because he's one of those British underdog characters. I mean, the film owes a great debt to Ealing, to Ealing comedies, and it has that same kind of, you know, very British sort of crime caper. I love that word caper, and it is a caper, it absolutely is a caper. It's also quite quite well done because the way in which the film doesn't doesn't reveal just how twisty the story is until it absolutely has to is is well done. And I think that thing about on the, the Kempton's character that he's pompous and exasperating and you know self-taught and full of knowledge but absolutely lacking in the basic common sense understanding of I mean there is a moment in which Helen, Helen Miriam as his wife says to him you know but what about your nearest and dearest what about the people immediately around you you know you're talking about solving all the problems of the world but what about the people that you actually live with meaning me yes and I think the the chemistry between the two of them is really well done. I think that the, the film is at its best when it has those two as uh, you know as that couple. I think beyond that, it's 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 fun. I don't think it's a masterpiece. Um, <laughs> in the same way that there's no goya, there's no goya. Yeah, it's not a half baked portrait by by some Spanish drunk, but it is entertaining and uh, and it passed the, it. And I don't mean this badly, but it goes down nicely with a cup of tea, misses. I mean. And it is caper-ish, but it's not... It sort of concentrates far more on the relationships in the house than, like, a crime caper. Yes, but in but in a way, the best crime... I mean, certainly the Ealing capers, were Ealing comedies or Ealing crime inflation were, were that. Nowadays, we think of crime capers as being like a Steven Soderbergh heist movie. And actually... It's not that. No, it's not that. But that that original what crime caper used to mean was much more like people sitting around with cups of tea worrying about the fact that they've got you know whiskey stashed in you know underneath the, the baby's cot that sort of thing 